Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here with Marina Hansen. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for uh, hanging out, doing this podcast. We got three photos that we're going to go over today. Uh, the last three photos that went out to to Instagram and to... Actually, no, I think a few of these haven't even made it to Instagram yet. Maybe there's one of them that's still waiting, but everything's made it up everywhere else so far. Uh, so we got three little photos to talk about today. I think... Yeah, two of them are film. One of them's digital. I think before I was taking too much film. And then I've got a bunch of other stuff that I have to put up into the queue to go out. I just ran out of photos again. I put up like two or three weeks worth. Yeah, so I got to go in and I got to put up a big, probably like a really long stretch of stuff. Yeah. Put out, yeah, like a good set. Or at least uh, at least the one a day. I want one a day to go out. That's a uh, That's like an older photograph. Sure. Maybe yeah. from some new collection of those old photographs that I've had around. So it's not stuff that we've seen in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. But I want to go through and yeah, get all those photos and I want to have them go out all at a time. Kind of like we've been doing. And then I have a bunch of other new new stuff to put up too, which we got to keep working on. It's January. Yeah. It's almost the end of January. Just a few more days and it's going to be February, really. Yeah. If you think about it. So yeah, we got we to gotta make some cool stuff for January. 2017's already a month in. Oh man, yeah, it is. Yeah. Gotta get some good stuff done this next week. Yeah. Yeah, well, what'd you Finish do today? It. You went on like a little hike and stuff, right? Yeah, I went on a cool Tell hike uh, out to Spencer's Butte. We had that big ice storm here in Eugene a few weeks back. And uh, yeah. a lot of trees came down up there. But the paths are all cleared, which is great. So I was able to hike up to the top. But it was interesting seeing all the stuff down. Yeah. I brought my camera with me and uh, took some photos. That's cool. I'm glad you were able to go up there and take some pictures and stuff. It's weird that like the trees and stuff are still down the way that they are up yeah. in the woods like that. Yeah, it looks like they uh, they cut them uh, and everything and pulled them to the side of the trail so that it's clear for hiking, but they didn't actually remove anything yet. Sure. Yeah, they got There's a lot of stuff on the ground. I bet that there is. You know, I've heard that every season in a lot of these national parks that we go to, every season in the springtime, there's really a, a good bit of those trail systems that aren't passable because of all the trees that are down through that area or all the damage that have been done with the snowbank or with, the, with, that, with whatever it was. A lot of those trails have to be rebuilt every year. Uh, yeah, I yeah. believe that. I remember, I think it was a time that we went to the Wallawas, sure. maybe the first time, but there was some spot that we, uh, we hiked to that we had our, uh, our base camp set up. We had our campsite set up and then we went on a day hike somewhere. Okay. And, uh, I think there was a part of the trail that we couldn't really get through cause there'd been snow and there was some snow up there and then uh, also just a bunch of trees. Yeah. A bunch stuff. of brush you just couldn't and trees. see just, the trail yeah, anymore blown through. at a certain point pressed in like a like a glacier or something like yeah. And just yeah feet and feet and feet of snow that had now melted but it like pushed all the trees up into the section it was really it was strange to see how some of that can be i've i've hiked past a few people that were which i wouldn't want their job but they were they were folks that were out with a, a chainsaw oh, they were just yeah. like a chainsaw and a backpack and they were kind of just hiking <laughs> the trail and wherever there was a problem they would just start chainsawing and hucking wood Stuff. So, Sounds yeah, like a long day. Yeah, it's like around. yeah, it's like two people, like a team of two or three or something like that, go out for a couple of days, and they they just like have to clear stuff. Yeah, that's I guess part of part of one of those foresty gigs that yeah you don't think about too much, but but it sounds kind of interesting though. It's kind of a be kind of cool head out there, do some little mountaineering stuff, chop some trees down, clear some <laughs> clear some trails and stuff. But yeah, I've seen that in a few spots. Most of the more remote mountain areas get that kind of thing, uh, but. Silly though, that little little old Eugene. Oh yeah, couldn't take it. <laughs> couldn't take that ice storm. 
Uh, but it's cool. I'm glad you went up on uh, Spencer Butte. Check out some stuff. Yeah, How was the was view? Cool. It was uh, it was pretty cloudy. Yeah, it was pretty cloudy and gray. Yeah. There was some texture uh, towards the it would be like the southwest end. Oh there sure. There was some texture and some yeah. clear spots, but it was really pretty flat gray. There By were the time few, I got to the top, there were a few nice parts of the day, but I think in the later afternoon it, it was a little bit rougher. It was a little bit worse. Yeah, it was a little more cloudy, a little bit more stormy. Like I was saying out it in Junction City, stormy. it was a little bit more stormy. Yeah, every half hour or so, it would, it would be rain that would pass by, and then you know it'd just be another wave of weather a little mm-hmm. while later. But it's interesting watching it, kind of you know, because out in Junction City by that point, out that far north into the Willamette Valley, you're a little bit further away from those hills. And so what you see is just the weather kind of coming in over the west. It comes over that Cascade Mountain Range there. Yeah. Just even what what's you know right there on that the wall of uh, of uh, what would that be? I guess it's the Cascade or not the Cascades, but the coastal range of mountains that are over to the west. There, you see the the weather just kind of blow over those hills and wipe across the valley there. Mm-hmm. Those big rainstorms and stuff, and then you see it kind of pass, go on. And then bunch up against the the ridge, and then up and go up into the mountains toward the Cascade foothills and stuff. But it's it's weird kind of watching it go over like that. But you can kind of see it come in, hit you, and then pass for a little while. But it seems to be more cyclical like that. I've noticed like getting rained on every twenty minutes or every hour yeah. or so, see, especially in the springtime. The spring and the fall it seems like it rains. I don't know every hour or so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's and you know I bet that's why. Uh, the climate for this area makes it so good for growing grass because naturally it just sprinkles rain a few times a day and (laughs) kind of passing showers. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like those fields out there that I, that I'm out by with the sheep, you know, in the springtime, the sheep will be gone and and they'll just be, uh, be growing the grass up to then cut it and bale it later in the summer. So it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oregon's, Oregon's got a lot of green. Yeah, I put up another tweet the other day of the satellite photo that was of 2014 versus 2017 taken on the same date from a satellite of, of the West Coast in California. And you can just see how much more snow there is now, how much more water uh, there is. Yeah, it's really interesting. Did you see that one? No, I don't think I, put I did. Up? Oh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a, a copy oh, of it. But you see, yeah, it's uh, January 13th, 2014. And then January 13th, uh, 2017. But there's a handful of things that you'll notice, like uh, just how dry that Mendocino Valley area is, yeah. or that internal section of uh, of California. And then, really, what you see though is after that, when it gets up into those uh, those higher elevations, as it hits the Sierra Nevadas and the, what's part of the Cascades there, and then goes up into Nevada and that higher desert country, you see that snow line really kick in, and there's just a ton of precipitation that's come down to snowfall over that section now versus what we saw in that year of drought back in 2014 that's really interesting yeah that second picture it's so much more green yeah it really is and then notice this other thing too people uh people listening can check this out they go to my twitter but uh but you'll notice the the amount of fresh water coming out of the the rivers and tributaries so you see Mm -hmm. uh this kind of lighter green color that's along this coastline here i do see that yeah versus how little of that there is uh, on that first yeah, on that first photo, you see like a little bit here, but what that is is the, is the output of fresh water that's flowing through. So, like you know, uh, like the amount of rainfall that we've had, how yeah. much the creeks are flowing right now. That means the CFS, the oh, output of yeah. each of these river systems into the ocean, it's going to be a lot more fresh water, a lot more of that rainwater and snowmelt, whatever is there. That's you know being able to flow out this year 
When I was uh, on my hike today, I passed by this old guy who was also taking some photos. Oh, cool. And he uh, he stopped and said hi, asked what my camera was, and then he uh, was telling me that not Alsi Falls, but the waterfall just above Alsi Falls had a ton of water pouring out of it right now. Wow. And it was really impressive. That's cool. cool looking. I should take a little jaunt up there. What's the waterfall above Alsi? Is it at the same it's, spot? Uh, like Green Green Hill or something? Not Green Hill. Green something. Green Brook? Mm, I don't know maybe. if that's it, but there, there's a town. I need to look at a name map. That out there. Sure, yeah, uh, we could look at that. I've never heard of anything map. other than Alsi Falls out there. You know, I, I see the, the signs pointing out to Alsi. But I didn't, I didn't know about this other one. Yeah, apparently there's a another one. And we should, a ton of water. We should at least pass by Alsi Falls. Yeah. Go over there yeah, and see what's going on. I bet on. it's got a lot coming down to Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. Check it out. Um, yeah, we should go up there sometime soon and see what's going on at those falls. It's, it's kind of neat to check out the waterfalls every once in a while. I wonder what other ones are kind of nearby. But it seems like you got to go about an hour or so yeah, <laughs> to get up into the Cascades of the foothills and stuff if you go east. And it seems like it's probably a 45 to an hour to get up to, to Alsi Falls over there. But I don't know. We'll, we'll find it. We'll find a good time to go up there. It'd be cool to check out. I want to look at some waterfalls. Yeah, it'd be cool. Oh yeah, it was it was cool seeing that that uh, that satellite image, and I think this year uh, there's a lot of things that are indicating that the drought that we'd had for a couple of years is over, and we've had a, a few of these uh, pineapple express systems come over that carry a lot of this this rainwater, where you get that warm weather and the the moisture from the north that kind of collide and, and, and bring in a lot of moisture right over northern California, and I guess it's called the pineapple express because the system comes up out of Hawaii and out of the uh, the tropics there. And then moves up this way and, and lands a bunch of water up into the northwest, which I think is also part of the system that brings in a lot of water for El Nino, which they were talking uh, about last year. So I guess we've had last year and this year of more rainfall, but it's been colder this year. So we're getting a lot more snowpack, which I guess is going to be good to hold that through the year. So that uh, we have the sure. snowpack in the mountains yeah, that will no, then drain into the reservoirs later, not old there, and then, and then drain out later in the dry season at the end of the year. Yeah, kind of good to have some water around again. So a few of the photos that we've got going on. The first one, remember, you do remember this. This was from the year 2014, but this was taken in March. I was shooting on, I think this FJ20 still. That was before I had really jumped over to the N80. I hadn't got the battery grip yet. So I was just still shooting around oh. uh, on this manual focus film camera. Yeah, we had a roll and we had the Forerunner. We packed up a bunch of stuff and we drove up with Tyler up toward the McKenzie River and we were driving through there in April, and there was this really cool pond flower. It was yeah. Not, it wasn't like, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. And it probably only grows for a few weeks a year uh, in that early springtime. There's interesting, the almost primordial looking plants that pop up first in the year mm -hmm. sometimes, or, or some of these things that grow up in the swampy areas and in and, and like lakes and stuff like this. But, uh, but it was a cool flower. It was this bright yellow flower. And we saw a bunch of them. They yeah, were kind of blooming all over the place in that area. I hadn't really seen it in, it in many other spots outside of just that time of year, that one time, that one season. Yeah, I think same for me. Yeah. So I took a photo of it, uh, at least uh, in this case of the film one of just one of these flowers. And it's, uh, I like the, the kind of blue tones on the back of it. Well, it's sort of backlit, but it looks uh, kind of, it's that nice soft yellow that kind of comes up to a green point at the top of the leaf. And I just thought it was a, it was a nice photo, but it was a cool one up in the, the foothills of the Cascades. It was kind of fun. Do you remember that drive? I do. I remember it really well. I remember finding all those cool flowers. Yeah, it was cool. And I like that photo. It looks kind of like a 
painting the way the lighting is. I like. liked that part of it too. It looks, yeah, that, that sort of pastel, sort mm -hmm. of soft, surreal look to it, which is which is what I'm trying to go for a lot of the time. And I know we have a few other photos of like, I think one of us and like kind of a, a dozen or three dozen of them or so sort of spread out across this little swampy pond where mm -hmm. there's a bunch of logs and ferns and stuff in the forest. But it's a cool shot with all these bright yellow flowers at the base of the forest. They were fun. really neat looking. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And I remember this next photo that we took on the same day, I think just a little earlier. So we brought all of our, our longboards with us. I think we brought like two or three of them at right. least in the back. And we went out to this, this little bridge spot, this little this paved road out in the forest and uh, grabbed the skateboard. And I was skating back and forth between uh, across the bridge and back next to the truck. And I think we were eating chips and salsa in the mm -hmm. meantime, taking some photos and stuff. And you took this picture of me uh, in the sunshine. And I think it's really cool. It's, it's backlit. Well, it's hugely backlit because the sun's there. And it's cool because on the film, it, it almost blows out a good portion of the photograph in the top section. But it's cool because it's still held together enough where you can see the detail that I'm, that I'm on the skateboard and uh, that the truck and stuff's in the background and that my little shadow's intact there. It was cool. Yeah. Thanks for taking that picture of me. Yeah, I really like this picture. It's fun seeing it come through again. Yeah. I remember taking it. Oh, that yeah, I like fun. how you're... Uh, I like how your shadow is in the shot. That looks cool. I thought that was pretty cool too. Oh, I missed the Forerunner too. It looks cool. In the it back there, cool. the cool little top box. Pulling my skateboard out of it. It was I, fun. I was just looking at uh, some old picture that I have of it from a camping trip we did. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other year. Uh, that's cool. We just saw that other one come up a few days ago when uh, we had the Forerunner over in Eastern Oregon on that trip through Heart Mountain. Oh, And that yeah. was pretty cool to see too. I liked that. It was fun. I like, uh, I like getting to see, or you're like, hey, look at that. That was a cool trip. It was a cool truck. Yeah. It's fun seeing the, the different old photos come up and the, the different cars. From oh, those yeah. Years. Yeah. I still see some with the Camry every yeah. once in a while. I go, hey, 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 it's a Camry. That goes way back. Like um, in this photo. So this is the next one. And I like, I like this one a lot. I hadn't really used this one for much before. It was just sort of a side shot for a long time. But, uh, but I really like the color and the light from the early morning and the mist on the lake. But this photo is from the Wallawa Mountains when we were backpacking through the lake basin. And we went up to, I think, Horseshoe Lake. Yeah. Is that what you remember? Yeah. yeah. And we set up our tent there. That was on our second trip in 2012 where we were backpacking kind of toward the end of September. And that was really fun. I really had a great time uh, going up there on that trip with you. But I remember it was tough. It was like pretty high elevation. You start, you felt a little yucky. Oh yeah, there was the a little section that but was we were, really yucky. We were there for almost a week or like four days or so. It was a while, yeah. Yeah, and I remember it, it being really cool nice to, to be there. I, I'm Even still, a few of my favorite photos are, are from uh, from this trip, this backpacking trip that we did up to the spot. But this photo was really cool. We have our tent set up next to a big downed tree that's been like that for years and years, and all the bark's been stripped off of it. All the branches have broken off, and it's just a, a snag that's laying lakeside uh, by this really pristine glacial lake up in the mountains of the Wallows. And in the back, you see this uh, this part of a, of a broken topped uh, mountaintop and these uh, brightly lit trees. I think just as the sun had come up over the other rise to the east. I think so. We we're getting just a little bit of light through. We still still see most of it kind of shaded like it would be in the morning with a lot of mist on on the lake 
on the t- on the surface of the water that's coming up. And the coolest thing about being up here, I remember, is that we were really the only people here. Yeah. If you remember, I think there was there's a couple other hikers that had gone through to other lakes past this, but this whole area was just to ourselves, which is such yeah. a different camping experience than what other people experience sometimes when they're in more densely populated camping sections. Yeah, that's one of the, my favorite things about the Wallawas because that's really been all of our experiences there so far. Oh, yeah. Or all of my experiences with you there so far is that it's really just been us. We'd pass by maybe a couple other people or a couple people would pass by us, but sure. really you get to just enjoy it by yourself yeah. or whoever you went camping with. A lot of solitude. So cool. And I really, yeah, I appreciated that. It was, it was a really nice, very it's, serene, very beautiful section. Yeah, that's one of the really cool things about it is that you have it to yourself and it's just, really an incredible looking place yeah it was a blast and it's too bad that that not as many people take advantage of that that region up there but i hear that it's getting more popular yeah uh, more and more over the years yeah it seems like more <laughs> people are, are getting in, in places like that and i hope that we're a small part of what's made that uh at least uh, a little bit more informed but i still so. want it to be a little secret for ourselves though beautiful uh, spot yeah. still most people don't know about it uh, but I definitely want to take take ourselves back and take oh, our friends too. back. Oh, me too. I want to get another trip in this year. Uh, well, yeah, we got to do a trip this year to go up to the Wilds. Yeah, I think it'd be a blast. Maybe we should try and uh, thinking with these with these spots that are our greatest hits. We yeah. should go twice this year. Oh, we should. We should go uh, once ourselves, and we should go once with Haley and Spencer. They want to do, do a trip with us, oh, and I think fun. that'd be a really cool spot. They haven't been. Yeah, I'm sure they'd have a blast uh, hiking up there. They'll out. Yeah. They'll out hike me though. Oh yeah, they might like us. Uh, I'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get in shape first. <laughs> we'll do our we'll do our trip first to get in shape for it. Yeah, we gotta and get toughed up. A month later, we'll do it. <laughs> I don't know how those guys do it though. Like even sometimes when uh, you know they just push through and they do like yeah, I just did this uh, forty-five mile hike. It was just up and down around Mount Hood the whole time, and I go yeah. Oh, I don't know how so they cool. did that. They spent they spent a weekend it. doing that. I, I don't and they know. did it. They did the whole thing. I'm not. I'm not Good interested job, in being in agony for that long. <laughs> Seems a little hard for me too. Yeah, I like getting to go to a spot and then hang out there for a while. Be there oh, for a couple yeah. days. Yeah, I like being there for a <laughs> few days. That's what I like out of a backpacking trip. Having to be mellow, getting to just hang out, yeah, taking a morning. A cool spot. And- Taking an evening in the same spot. I like watching it, especially as a photographer. You know, so Definitely. Like really watching the sun and the light and mm-hmm. just watching what's going on and getting the experience and getting more in tune with that experience. Yeah. It really helps a lot to understand like how things are and just to have the I other opportunities, so. not in like a numbers game, but really more in like an art and a creative feeling way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool to like be familiar with just one spot. It really is. And that's where I noticed like you're really able to key into that that thing or, or find that thing to, to, to really take a photograph that means more yeah, or conveys more meaning. Yeah, because you get to spend time looking for all of the cool or special details of yeah. it, not just the first things that well, you saw. And outside of cool, because people listening might think or, cool is a subject or an objective position at like a list to get to knock off. And I know what you're saying is cool of like things that inspire you or things yeah. that connect with us more personally and more creatively even if it's still land, mm-hmm. but that's an interesting thing. And especially as like a landscape photographer, you're really trying to, to communicate and to translate outside of just, this is, this is cool. You know, that isn't, or, or outside of, uh, or just, uh, this is like a landscape shot you'd see in a, in a whatever sort mm-hmm. of understanding new stuff with that is interesting, especially going to places like this, like the Wallows where it hasn't really been photographed too many times, but you can spend a little bit of time there and you can just get, 
deeper photographs or yeah know, things that yeah show more shape or show more more feeling just show more connection yeah to the way you felt about it and i think that those photographs are the, are the coolest ones i agree oh, it was really fun i'm glad we got to go up there yeah and i really like your photos from there i still remember those a lot i want to see more of the, more of yours and oh cool yeah i should rotation. recycle through a bunch of my old stuff you know, you should go back to those those old original files too. Yeah. Now that now that oh, you're yeah, now that more better. experienced, and, uh, you might you might see other things in there you want to pull out, or, or just even other things at the time that you decided decided were similar or whatever it is. You know, I mean, even like like this picture here, I never had posted this before because I just didn't didn't think much of it at the time. So yeah, yeah you should go. It's really and, cool seeing it come through. Yeah, I need to go through and find those. Uh, cool yeah. little side photos yeah we got to find as many little little fun side photos that are new because i like seeing them too i like going through and like just it's like a discovery you make. Yeah. hey whoa look at this thing yeah it's really fun, fun. yeah yeah it's pretty cool i'm glad we got to do it we should go back uh as soon as it gets warm enough up there right now it's all snowed sure. in Horrible <laughs> <laughs> hours. uh but it'd be fun but yeah those are all the three photos that we have i think that's going to wrap up most of it Got to tell everybody, uh, check out billynewmanphoto.com. If you're checking out the podcast, it's probably where you found it. Check out the Instagram page. That's instagram.com forward slash Billy Newman or at Billy Newman. It's Marina Rose Alice at Marina Rose Alice on Instagram. And uh, you can check it out there. It'd be fun. We got to get a bunch of cool photos set up to go. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get that hoot suite lined up again. Uh, yeah. I got to get it at least through February. That's my goal for tomorrow. I'm going to get it set up. So. That's a good goal. Yeah, there's a bunch of good, a bunch of good photos to go out for a while. Then we can get prepped on other stuff. But yeah, thanks so much, Brina, for doing a little podcast. 21 minutes. Thanks for having me on your show, Bit. We're crushing these podcasts. Appreciate it. So on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.